0: What's up design family and welcome back to another episode of Fit Design TV. So glad to have you guys back on the channel. On today's episode, I'll be giving you guys my beginner's no BS guide in terms of how you can select the best fibers for use in sportswear design and manufacturing with so many different options out there honestly it can be quite confusing to select where to start and not only will i be giving you guys my personal recommendations of the specific fibers to use but i'll also be giving you guys a selection framework right what are the key characteristics that you need to consider when selecting these fibers so that on a case-by-case basis you can make the best possible selection for your brand what is this framework well this is going to be a series of categories or questions that we need to answer about our specific design or collection before we can go ahead and actually select the specific fiber. And these categories will distill down to specifically the design. So if you have a design that's overly aggressive, that's very sporty, selecting a cotton-based fiber might not be the best possible option. You might want to go for something with more of a synthetic appeal. That's a specific example. Also, comfort. If you need something that the whole component or the main usage is for comfort. And you want something that feels slick on the skin, something very comfortable, very familiar, then you might want to go for a natural fiber as opposed to something with more durability and more harshness or more roughness in the touch. Then you'll need to look at weight and durability. If you need something for the winter seasons then a higher weight or a higher GSM fiber is going to be your better option. If you need something that is able to take a beating, then durability here is going to be your primary concern. So you might go for a synthetic fiber. You might go for polyester over nylon, given the added synthetic durability. Then you might want to look at the moisture regulation. Where is this garment going to be used? If it's going to be used in hot climates where moisture regulation is going to be your primary concern, then polyester is going to be a better option than viscose or rayon or even cotton. Then you need to look at the protection against the elements where am I gonna be using this garment? Am I gonna be using it on top of a mountain where I need windbreaking ability and I need to have protection against the sun, the heat, then I might not wanna use a cotton-based fiber. I might need to use something that's more synthetic. And then lastly, the price. What is your budget when you're creating this piece? What is the budget? What are you trying to sell it for? This is going to inform what options are within your range, right? going for fibers that have a name brand appearance to them or a sort of luxury and a scarcity attached to them. Silk might not be the best option here, right? You might need to go for something synthetic that is more affordable, that allows you to bring that price point down. So these are all the frameworks that you need to follow. Answer this question, and you'll be able to know specifically which of the fibers I mentioned below is going to be more applicable. The first fiber that I definitely recommend, and this honestly may come as a surprise to many people, is going to be cotton, right? The general consensus with cotton is, number one, it doesn't hold its shape over time. And this may be true, but there's a caveat to that. Two, it's less durable, right? Because as you wear it over and over again, as you wash it, it loses its shape, it tends to pill, right? It's not as durable, and it doesn't really wick sweat away as per its synthetic counterparts all this stuff may be true but what we're finding more and more as we go heavy into the synthetic fiber category we're finding that there's a lot of issues with some synthetic fibers that cotton actually alleviates. Whether it's allergies and rashes being caused on the skin, whether it's BPAs, whether it's you know just wanting something that's breathable, something that's more versatile in terms of wearing it in the gym and out of the gym, cotton is able to afford you that. It's soft to the touch, it's natural, it's familiar. Next up is going to be spandex. Spandex is a fiber. Of course, you can't use it on its own, but Spandex can pretty much be added to any additional fiber to bring a tremendous amount of stretch and shape retention to that specific fiber. Remember when I mentioned cotton, and I mentioned that there's a caveat to the fact that cotton loses its shape over time. Well, spandex can actually completely alleviate that. Just by adding 5% spandex into your cotton blend, you're able to have a garment that stretches, retains the shape, and pretty much resolves a lot of those issues that are caused by the delicateness of cotton. Spandex is a very, very durable sort of Fiber, and it brings a lot of water or sweat wicking ability to the garment. One of the issues is it tends to be heavy. So you don't really see spandex being used in large quantities. As you increase your spandex amount, you're going to increase the weight and the sort of rebound of the garment. And that's not necessarily a good thing in certain situations. At the same time, spandex, when stretched, is going to give you this sort of white or transparent milky appearance, which if not used correctly, or if used in the wrong knitting or weaving technique, can actually make your garment look cheap and Just create an overall aesthetic that you don't want. Also, whenever you introduce spandex into a weave or into a knit, you're saying bye-bye to embroidered garment applications. Spandex, because of the way that it's constructed, because of the way the fiber is, as soon as you pierce through it, you rip apart that elasticity and you can actually cause tremendous defects in your finished garment. So when you embroider a garment, what you might end up doing is literally putting a hole in the middle and causing it to rip from the middle out. So when you're using spandex, consider eliminating embroidery completely from your vocabulary. Next up, we have the king of the synthetics, which is going to be polyester. This is a very, very common material specifically for use in sportswear. And it honestly gets a bad rap, but honestly, it's much more of a well-rounded fiber than many give it credit to be. The reason that we see polyester being viewed so negatively in the market is just because of how widely it's used. It's partially due to its success. Since it's such a widely available material, it comes in a variety of different sort of quality control techniques. And that's why you're not always going to get the best polyester, especially in the market. But this does not mean that you should rule out polyester altogether. It's a plastic based fiber and it's one that's extremely lightweight, durable, has a tremendous amount of insulation properties. So it can keep you warm or it can keep you cool depending on the usage. It's also a fiber that has very, very good moisture regulation. So anything that will require a degree of sweat wicking ability, you want to be using polyester as the base and it's something that can actually withstand a lot of wear and tear over time. It's a very, very durable, durable fabric. But the caveat here is that since it's so widely available, you need to make sure that you're getting the right type of polyester. There's a lot of polyester that is tainted with BPAs and a lot of other phthalates that are not necessarily the best for your endocrine system. So this is something that I highly recommend you check out. Consider getting a sample of the fabric and testing and seeing if it's actually up to your standards. Also, one of the major drawbacks that we see with many polyester-based garments is they really have a ability to hold on to odors that are not the best for prolonged periods of time. Just given the nature and the makeup of the specific fiber, it's not the best at fighting away orders. So what I would recommend when you're dealing with a polyester-based fabric, if you wanna construct your own, consider adding some form of odor control or microbe control. This is going to go a long way towards the user experience and create a polyester fabric that is an all around great performer and eliminates some of the key areas of compromise. So consider adding things like silver thread lining or a hydrogen peroxide wash or even bamboo charcoal to fight those microbes and fight those odor causing bacteria that you don't want and ultimately resolve the key pain point of polyester. Next up, we have the bamboo fiber. This is a great counterpart to the cotton fiber that I mentioned in the first segment of this episode. And honestly, it resolves a lot of the key issues caused by cotton's lack of durability and its lack of functional performance. It's a very soft yet moisture resistant and moisture wicking sort of fabric to use. At the same time, a lot of manufacturers prefer to use bamboo just because it's so easy to work with. It can be woven and knitted in ways that cotton simply cannot. So what we see with bamboo because of its ease of construction is you can get garments that are pretty thin. Right, where cotton or a similar cotton fiber might yield a product that's thicker. Bamboo allows you to create more breathable garments, garments that are very lightweight, that are perfect for summer or springtime, just because of their versatility in terms of how you weave and you knit them. Also, their UV protection or their UV resistance is phenomenal. So it's going to make a great garment to wear during these summer seasons. Right? Add that onto the list of benefits specifically from the lightweightness and the overall natural performance of the fabric also it's very breathable it's non-hyperallergenic so it's going to deal with skin types very very well it's not going to cause any rashes and it's very good at retaining or actually eliminating odor all these are major pluses of bamboo this is a little bit more expensive than cotton so this is something to bear in mind but again it's a cost-to-benefit analysis that you need to perform specifically for your brand to see if bamboo is the right option for you it's also essential to note with bamboo that you get a natural degree of anti-static ability which Other types of synthetic fibers, specifically nylon, are not capable of. Also, bear in mind that because of its thinner construction, it's more breathable and it's actually stretchier. It has more inherent stretch in its construction than cotton, which is gonna allow it to retain its shape better. And it's gonna allow it to be, let's just say, more form-fitting, which If you're dealing with athletic wear that's cut close to the skin, you're going to want that inherent stretch to allow you to cut closer to the skin and to contour the shape of the body and the shape of the muscles. Last but not least, in terms of the fibers that I'd recommend, it's going to be nylon. This is the key counterpart of the polyester fiber that we mentioned earlier in the episode. It's actually the first completely commercially available synthetic fiber to be launched in the market. It was launched in the early part of the century, 20th century, and it was launched by Dupont. And some of the key characteristics that you typically see with nylon is it's very breathable. It's stretchy, it has a silky smooth touch. It's mildew resistant. It also has some degree of UV resistance, although not as much as polyester. And it has a very, very great rebound and stretch ratio. All of these things make nylon a great option but it is slightly less durable than polyester. It's also worse at taking on colors when compared to polyester. So there are a couple of drawbacks to consider, but there are a couple of advantages to consider. Well guys, that is it. That is a wrap on this episode. That's been my key list of fibers to consider when designing sportswear. And of course, this is a thorough list, but it's not completely comprehensive. There are a ton of different fiber options out there. I don't want you guys to limit yourselves to this, but consider this as a great starting point. Some other notable mentions that I would highly recommend are rayon, viscose, acrylic, modal, right? The list can go on and on and on. And we've actually done a ton of different episodes in the past where we've highlighted each of these fibers and I've gone through the profile of each, outlined the pros, the cons, and where you should use each of the fibers. So check out the link in the description for that full playlist. and Let me know which you guys prefer. And if I missed out any key ones that you should or you thought I should have included in the list. Also, one question I get asked is, do I offer consultation services or can I help consult your brand? And the question and the answer is yes. Check the link in the description whether you're looking to schedule a one-on-one consultation to start your own brand or you wanna get your vision to market or you're an existing brand out there that you're struggling with some scaling solutions. I can definitely help you out with that. Guys, from the very bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in to this episode of Fit Design TV. Until next week's episode, stay awesome.